0: What is up, guys? It's Andy for selling. This is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have Andy and DJ who loves candy corn cruise the motherfucking internet. Mm. No,
1: I don't fuck with candy corn, man. I don't fuck. You you will never, you will never catch me
0: ever. One of these days, Mm -mm. I'm going to bring you to the dark side. Mm -mm. All right, do your part. Andy and DJ. Cruise the motherfucking internet. All right, that's what we're going to do. That's what CTI stands for. Cruise the internet. We put topics on the screen. We talk about which ones are true, which ones are probably not true. And then we talk about how we, the people, can be the solution to the problem going on in the world. All right. Then we have Q&AF. That's where you submit questions and we answer them. You can submit your questions one of a couple different ways. The first way is... Guys, you can email those questions into askandy at andyfricella.com. Or you can go on YouTube under the Q&AF episodes and you can leave your comment as a question and we'll pick some from there as well. Other times we have real talk. Real talk is just five to 20 minutes of me giving you some real talk. Other times we have full length. That's pretty self-explanatory. That's where uh, somebody comes in on the show. We have a conversation. We also have 75 Hard verses. This is where uh, people who have completed 75 Hard come on the show. um, They talk about how they were before, how they are now, and how you could be like they are now uh, with your shit together as opposed to having your shit not together and being in your parents' basement making passive-aggressive comments on the internet. To people that you don't know. (laughs) Um, So, it's episode 208. (laughs) And it's free of the audio feed. All right? I don't charge for it because I look at you guys and I look at the world and I say, holy shit. We all need some fucking help. All right? So, I'm giving you the program for free. Go listen to it. It's called Live Hard. uh, Stop being a piece of shit. How about that? We have this thing called the fee. And the fee is this. You can either send DJ... A bag of candy corn. <laughs> bro, why would you say that? <laughs> or you could tell someone about the show. We're going to get so much candy corn, bro. I know. And you're going to eat it. You're going to eat it. I'm going to make a liar out of you, bro. Yeah, no, nah, bro. I, listen, you, you could not pay me to eat candy corn. Bro, candy corn is just the jelly bean of Halloween, bro. Mm-hmm. No. Why do you hate it so much? No. I feel
1: like I, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know any... any I mean, this may sound kind of racist, but I don't know any black people that actually eat candy corn. Really? I don't think it's a thing. I don't think it's a thing in the black community. No. Do they eat jelly beans? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's fair. I don't know about that either. I don't either. Bro, candy am not black. It's not that. Like, it's mm-hmm. not what. It's, it doesn't do anything for me. You like Nickelback? I I don't I don't mind saying I like Nickelback. Nickelback, okay. they got some hits. Okay. Well,
0: Nickelback. <laughs> And candy corn are very similar. Mm, how so? Because candy corn is like the Nickelback of candy. No, right? It's <laughs> everybody likes to hate Nickelback. Everybody says, "Oh, Nickelback sucks." Yeah. Blah blah blah. But you turn that shit on, motherfuckers are singing it. The Jamie. You put this candy corn, especially these pumpkin ones, uh-huh. in a bowl in a room with some human beings. Every single human being will eat at least one pumpkin. <laughs> no. And then they'll smile afterwards. Mm. This is real yeah. it's science. Oh. I got it for Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, enough about that. Uh, we do have a fee for the show. The show. Uh, the fee is very simple. Uh, please share the show. Uh, we put a lot of time and energy into this show. We try to help you guys, and we have this little thing. Uh, it's called "Don't Be a Ho." Share the show. All right. Now we do have a very special show today. Uh, I've got a good friend of mine, Mr. Vincent Vargas, uh, veteran Hollywood actor. Uh, author who has written this new book borderline based upon his seven years as a border patrol agent um you might recognize him from the mayans he was just telling a very very fucking humorous story uh about how you killed someone on the mayans and the internet started hating you yeah yeah that's yeah. interesting <laughs> it's interesting that we live yeah. in these times isn't it oh man yeah so you so let me get this straight because this is something that captures my uh, curiosity so you're on the show.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> and on the TV show, your character yeah. kills another character. Assistant killing him. Yeah. And, and a- the internet decides that they're going to hate you for it. Oh, absolutely. And, oh, yeah. and give you death threats.
2: Oh, everything. Yeah. So you're a fat piece of shit. Fuck you. You fucking ruined my life. You fucking- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, The list goes on and on. Yeah.
1: Easy head of
0: heart, man. Yeah. Shit, bro. I thought I got it bad. Oh, bro, the
2: TSA dude on my way here said the same. Like, bro, why'd you have to do that shit? to easy. I'm like, what? <laughs> Homie,
0: like
1: I'm an actor. He's fine. You know, he's acting yeah, a yeah, like, yeah, he's good, bro. Yeah, yeah. Dude,
0: we can FaceTime him. Yeah,
1: fuck. <laughs> he's throwing it easy, easy. Tell him you're okay. <laughs> everywhere, everywhere I go, I get, oh, to get on shit. With
0: that. Now, we've been friends for, I don't know, what, probably 10 years? Yep, something like Yeah. Years. I met you through Derek Weida. Yep. Uh, we, I think. We we ended up getting pretty drunk at my house. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's been a while since so I've seen you, so it's <laughs> it great has. to see you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so, bro, uh, tell us a little bit about your book. Why'd you write it? What's 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 going on with you right now? And yeah, man, uh,
2: you know, just been in the years of, of doing the whole show in Hollywood thing and watching uh, what's happening with the border and watching kind of the the, the scrutiny that's happened for border patrol agents. You know, it's fucking frustrating, man, watching all the shit talk that that the agency of the career gets. For people that don't even fucking understand what the career is. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, I thought, like, I have a little bit of a platform. I know what, what my career was. And so what I did was pretty much write my career in this book to hopefully humanize the, the, the agency, humanize the career field and explain it to motherfuckers who don't really get what it is day in and day out. Honestly, I believe that career is the it's the first line of of defense against any kind of terrorist organizations or anyone trying to come through the border. That's drugs, that's terrorists, that's the list goes on and on. And people fucking tend to think that the Border Patrol is the ones who make the make the fucking policies. Like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. The ones who like all the fucking shit that they want to blame on them, it's genuinely has nothing to do with them. And so I want to do my best to hopefully write this in a way that's digestible for the average person who doesn't understand the career field to read this and be like, oh fuck, what they do is actually dope as fuck. They stop more drugs than any agency. They fucking save more lives than any other agency. Like, they should be someone that is held on a pedestal like, thank you for doing what you do.
0: Do you think that people... Now, normally I would say, bro, there's no way that people actually blame the actual Border Patrol agents for what's going on at the border. But after hearing the story that you just told me about somebody wanting to kill you because of something they watched on TV that was literal fiction... I guess that makes sense. Dude. I guess there probably is a lot of people who are looking at what's going on right now and they're saying the Border Patrol's not doing their job, not understanding that they're completely handcuffed by the administrations that they serve to, e- to do what is required uh, by those administrations. Yeah, absolutely. Is that the truth?
2: Yeah, it's absolutely the truth. So, like, I don't care who you are, in the Border Patrol, someone else is paying that, right, signing those mm-hmm. checks. The border patrol—it's just like a sheriff doesn't determine what the speed limit is. Mm-hmm. The state does, right? And the policies. Yeah. Border patrol doesn't make any kind of policy changes or doesn't update them or change them. They just continue to follow what is put into law. Yeah. And that's all they do. So, like when you see all this stuff happening right now, the border patrol is getting hit all day long. Like, oh, the border patrol. So there, there was a picture of the border patrol agent on video. They're cutting the barbed wire and they're they're helping them come across, right? <laughs> What most people don't understand is the Border Patrol career field isn't an aggressive posture. It's actually more of a humanitarian posture. If you've already made way and land onto America, it is our job to make sure that they're safe and we apprehend them and bring them in for processing. That is the job. At no point do you see us pull out a gun and be like, hey, get back to Mexico. That's not the job. It's never going to be the job. If there's a threat where it deems I need to pull my rifle, my pistol at that time, then yes, that we're still law enforcement. But the first job we have is to apprehend these individuals. And once they've made landfall, once they've came to America, it is our job to keep them safe
0: until we can get them through the process. What What is the responsibility, though? Like, for example, because I, I understand all this, right? But like when I've and this is going to be a little bit of a. You know, connecting of dots here. So follow me. But like. When I watched during 2020, how they tried, and this goes with, I'm talking about police officers, right? And I watched how police officers were enforcing things that were unconstitutional, mandates that weren't laws, you know, going to the beach, arresting someone on the beach because of a mask, uh, uh, because they weren't wearing a mask or they weren't supposed to be there. Uh, You know, the, the paddleboarder guy, right? Like they flew out on the boat and they got this guy. Like. At what point do the men and women of our service uh, sector, you know, which I would consider like police, border patrol, you know, military, like all of these guys, that the United States taxpayer is paying their salaries. At what point should these people take it upon themselves to say, you know, this isn't right. I I don't agree that this is happening. And I understand the point completely that, you know, their jobs are on the line when they speak up, right? There's probably a whole lot of guys in the Border Patrol who are like, holy shit, we're being invaded, but they can't fucking do anything about it because the minute they do or say anything about it, they just get replaced by some other robots. Absolutely. So, like what is the solution here because i've always supported the police you know our our one of our biggest charities that we donate to here uh at first form is backstoppers which is a charity that takes care of uh fallen officers families we're very passionate about in fact we have an event here tomorrow night uh to honor a friend of ours who who was killed in the line of duty blake schneider um that we've done every year since that's happened and I I love these people. These people have, you know, I respect them. They have one of the hardest jobs in the world. They get paid shit for what they do. But at what point in time, because, you know, we're we're dealing with people who are doing things that are un-American and they're like hurting our country. So at what point in time or what's the solution for these men and women to like hold that line as opposed to just kind of go along because they're afraid for their own, their own income. I yeah, mean, it's a difficult it, it, situation. Yeah, it's,
2: it's tough because, like, yeah. everyone wants to keep the lights on. You know what I mean? Right. a career for, they yeah. for And then why did they join in the first place? Because they're very patriotic for this country. Right. Like that is one of the most patriotic careers you can find in yeah, America. Yeah, for sure. And it's hard because all they can do is what they're told of them to do. And so like right now I'll say this, the morale for the border patrol is the lowest it's ever been. They actually have the highest suicide rate per capita for law enforcement right now. And yeah. it's, it's sad. And it's because like the demonizing, the the politicizing of the career field yeah. that people are looking at them saying, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Or why are you not doing this? Both sides of the fence, right? You got the left and right giving them shit from no matter what. Yeah. And so it is tough. Um, the one thing that they do their best of is be a deterrent, be there and be a person on the line to hopefully deter, go somewhere else. If you can do it, you're not doing it here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys are taking that position of being very active on the border, being actively putting their truck there, putting the lights on, like you come here, you're getting stopped. The unfortunate part of it is that even that alone gives them, like, well, let's go straight to them and say, hey, I'm here. And so it's like almost, even if you're trying to do your job, What is the job of the border trade is to stop people from entering to America outside of the port of entry, right? Mm -hmm. So anywhere outside of a port of entry, if you enter, their job is to try and stop that or deter that. Mm -hmm. They can sit there with the lights on in in the vehicle as a deterrence, which usually used to work. Uh, and it doesn't happen anymore.
0: So, well, because these people have learned that they're not going to be right. held back or sent back. You right. Because the there's no fear because exactly, right. they've been yep.
2: incentivized. Right. Right. And so now, even you do your job to the most. What if I did that in 2010? Uh, they would never come. They was like, "Fuck that! That guy's gonna stop me. He's gonna arrest me, and there's gonna be time in jail." Right. Because that's what was in place at the time as the administration. This during Obama, right? Who's who? who was very strict. His his policies were very strict. People were going to jail, right? And so the fact that it is incentivized now, even if you're doing your job to the full capacity, it doesn't matter. And that's what's hard, because guys who still try and do the job, it's it's irrelevant. As hard as they want to do the job,
0: there's no... I can't sit there and... How come be- all these guys, like <clears throat> the police, the Border Patrol... Because I, I know these guys, right? Like, And I agree with you. These are made up of veterans and people who care about the country and you know, most police officers and Border Patrol guys, uh, they're not doing the job because of the pay. They're doing the job because they believe it's important that somebody needs to do it. Yeah. It's a job of service that they happen to get paid, in my opinion, probably, you know, 25% of what they should get paid right. uh, in reality. But <clears throat> how come these guys don't get together and say, you know what, this is this is hurting our country. Yeah. This is not okay. Like how how come that like that's, what's stopping that from happening?
2: Well, I think is their pay. You, you what's going to happen? Well, the government could easily just fire them and go find someone else to fill that role, right? And that's the sad truth of that. Like it's they're they're genuinely handcuffed. Yeah, and that's the there's no okay. Someone who's patriotic does a job. Okay, well you don't want to do the job more. Fine, we'll find someone else who's not patriotic.
0: Who just yeah, but they can't check. do that if everybody acts together. That's true. That's you true. Know? Like that, what if true. the entire border border patrol and the entire police force and the entire military said. We're not doing any of this shit for these people. Yeah. What happens then? Those people are fucked is what happens. Yeah. You know, and our our last line of defense as citizens that we count on are these people. Yes. It's, it's the police. Like, in 2020, bro, when I saw the police doing some of the shit they were doing, like arresting people who were trying to keep their business open so they could eat yeah. or arresting people who were in public places... um. It disgusted me, bro. Absolutely. It was disgusting. And I always felt like a sense of safety in this country, knowing that the veterans and the military community and the police, if it came down to it, they would stand up for us because that's what, but that didn't happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it didn't happen the way that it should have happened. And it's still not happening the way that it's supposed to happen. And, you know, I, I think that that's more of the frustration that we're feeling, at least for me personally. Maybe it's different for everybody else, but yeah. Yeah, I I don't I, blame I, the border patrol agents for the border being open. I blame the administration and the government and these old elite tyrants up in Washington D.C. But where I do have a problem is that like they're not stop. They're not trying to stop this, or, right. or you know what I'm saying. And maybe 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 it's so overwhelming that it's impossible for them to even think. And it looks like it is that way. But at some point in time, we have to be real about that's our money. We pay you guys. We pay you guys who are police officers. We pay you guys who are Border Patrol. We pay you guys who are military. And you guys look out for the interests of the government and these elite tyrants and not the interests of us people. And it's becoming a very dangerous situation to be in the middle of for those people, right? Well,
2: that, that's kind of what's happening. Like, so if you watch the social media right now and you watch like just the comments of everything, that's what you have. You have you know the liberal side of it. Very liberal side would be talking more like, well, let them in," you know. What I mean? you're like, "Oh, yeah. fuck, that's weird," right? Yeah. Then the more conservative side is like, "Well, fucking is helping them," and it's like, man, it is really hard. I don't. Them. I haven't heard anybody say that. I have a lot of guys yeah. in my thing say, "Why are they just letting them in? Why they're letting? Them? Well, it's because they're they're handcuffed." It, it is. It is a really shitty situation because that's the pressure also Bortreau feels. Yeah. Bortreau as a whole, they feel the same. They're like, yeah. trust me, dog, I want to do more. But if I step out of line, I lose my job, then my kids don't eat. And so that's a challenging thing to put them through. Yeah. That's the stress that why there's so much suicide, why the morale is super low, why they want guys like you and other people to show them, just say, hey, I see you and I get it. Yeah, It's tough. And I think where now the, the best thing we have is that there's an election coming. Mm-hmm. That could potentially put someone in place that would actually see them what they're doing and allow them to do their fucking job. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what everyone's kind of waiting for. There is these kind of waves of the border patrol and how policies change and shift and and, and stuff. And you know they're trying to ride out that wave because man, look at I, I respect them so much and I know what it's like to they, you live paycheck to paycheck as mm-hmm. law enforcement man. It's oh true.
0: yeah, and there's no doubt. And so like yeah. if they're they don't that's fucking that. bullshit by the way.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And they don't want to risk the fact of losing their house, their family, the kids, and so yeah. they're willing to sit through it. And they keep
0: them. those people they just like they do with most citizens with the tax rates and the way they tax the 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 companies and the citizens they tax people right to a point where they make it like extremely hard to operate yeah. but but you can operate and that's how they pay these police yeah. officers and military and and border patrol yeah. guys they pay them just enough but not a penny more yeah. to where they they're like almost a slave to it there's no, no room absolutely. for
2: Absolutely. The only yeah. reason I was ever able to walk away is that I had a successful business that was that was making me enough yeah. money, or else I would have been slave to that.
0: Yeah, that. and that's wrong, dude. Yeah, it, it shouldn't it's, be it's that way. yeah, it's tough. our police officers. We should reallocate a lot of that tax money that these politicians steal, and a lot of the money that we send overseas to places like Ukraine or Africa, that should be reallocated towards the salaries of our police and border patrol and military. Responders, yeah. yeah, yeah, it should it should be, dude. It's real shit. But yeah. anyway. Um, I mean, I feel for these guys, too. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. I'm just playing devil's advocate Adv- because Adv- we have an invasion happening, man. Right. Like, did you see that story up in uh, Pennsylvania where that dude, uh, we covered it. That guy that killed, uh, he killed somebody and they went on a manhunt for 14 days. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, the vortex
2: nagged him up, right? Right. My dudes. Yeah,
0: yeah. so, broke, but bro, but here's the, the thing. Up. I mean, it it took 30 dudes season. two 30 weeks yeah. to, it yeah. took 30 guys two weeks to catch him. Yeah. Okay, now we've got 6 mi- 6 million of these dudes. Yeah. Like people like I I don't know, man. Maybe I'm hyper maybe I'm hyper aware to it or I'm I'm alarmist to it, but to me it sure does feel like and it sure does look like they're sending their their military capital right. to our country right now and we're like yeah, come on in, man. Sit here, and like we're gonna look the other way, and we're gonna have a fucking knife in our throat.
2: Yeah, I think there's gonna be a, definitely a repercussion that we gotta look out for in the near future. Um, what's 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 crazy that some people, you know, I guess the administration doesn't see it the same way, right? They see it almost in this like, oh, Ooh.
0: humanitarian. And I'm like, dude, no, I don't like, think that. I think they sell it as humanitarian, but they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, you know, that's my it's opinion. communism, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. These are man. communists, bro, and they're trying to de- uh, Americanize our United States of America uh, with all of these migrants, so that we have less of an identity to fight for. How much less American do you guys feel now than you did ten years ago? Because I feel a lot less.
2: I think that the society feels that.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the intent of the demoralization. You know, if we take a country that's filled with a certain kind of people, uh, not race, but ideology, right, yeah. and then we flood it with millions and millions and millions and millions of people who have a different ideology or a different worldview, um, <clears throat> now we're talking about diluting the culture yeah. that makes America what America is. And and everywhere I go, like just being real, it feels less American than it, than it has at any point in my life. Yeah,
2: you see that in the masses with just the American flag we were talking about at, at- at lunch is that just the American flag? Now, to some people, is like is, is a threat. Yeah, and like wait, no, hold on, that's actually that that American flag should constitute everything that America stands for. Right. Every color, every race, every every culture. It, it is the sign of freedom. It, and then when you turn it into like, oh no, that's a sign of racism. You're like, who the fuck is starting this rumor? Yeah, you know what I mean. And well, those
0: are those are people that have an agenda, dude. It's not it's not just an accident. These aren't just these aren't just people who are you know hyper left or progressive these are communists who legitimately want to kill america and they understand that the way you kill america is not by bombs and missiles and guns it's by destroying the culture that america has always had yeah and so what we're you know it's demoralization and the next step is destabilization and then the next step is literal conquering And we've already worked through demoralization and we all just admitted, the three of us, that we feel less American than we did 10 years ago. And then if we look at the migration coming across the border or the crime in most of the cities, right, or uh, the poverty that's happening or the homeless situation um, that's, that's happening at scale at some of these Democrat states, you know, we're entering destabilization now or at least... You know, partially through that process, because when we consider like the financial implications, the average cost of living, the the inflation, the buying power of a dollar versus just three years ago, you know, we're not far off from one or two things that will legitimately send our country down the tubes. Yeah. And so, you know, when I look at this, I don't I don't look at it any other way. Like the, I decided a long time ago that I believe that this was a communist insurgency subversion that is very real and it's and we're in the late stages of it and it's a it's a communist revolution when they write about what's going on a hundred years from now they're going to either say it was an attempted communist revolution or it was a successful communist revolution and we're in the middle of it and they're not going to come out and say yeah guess what we're we're installing communism in the united states but if you take away the name communism And you look at all of the elements that are happening, it very clearly is the same thing. And so when I look at the border situation, you know, most people may look at the Border Patrol and say, well, the Border Patrol is doing a bad job. That's not I never think that. That's not what I think. What I do think is why aren't the Border Patrol and the police and the military standing up for this country like they took an oath to. But I don't blame them for being in the situation. I blame our government, which I think is but I don't know. Like, that's me. You know, yeah. I don't think most people are. I, I think most people still aren't seeing it the way I see it. Yeah. I think a lot of people are still seeing it surface level. And you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we have an election and a new leader actually gets elected and things change. But I actually believe the election is so compromised. I don't think there's any chance that anybody but Biden's going to be president. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think there. I don't think I don't think Donald Trump, because, listen, he's going to be the candidate. And, and he's gaining more and more and more steam. He's 10 points ahead of Biden. He was never, ever, ever ahead of Biden in the same exact poll. He's 10 points ahead now. Yeah. And I still think they're going to fucking cheat the election. Oh, 100%. And I think they're going to put this dude back in and Americans are going to have a real gut check moment. Yeah, well, Like, are, are we going to tolerate... That Because this is what's happened in these communist countries like Venezuela and El Salvador and these other places where there was along the lines. I mean, bro, it just happened in Brazil. It just happened in in Brazil Brazil. with Bolsonaro and Luna. Okay, Bolsonaro has 2 million people at his rallies. Luna has zero, all right? And then Luna wins the election, and then they have a riot, the same fucking kind of thing they had here, and now instead of January 6th, it's January 8th. It's the exact same play they're running in fucking Brazil that they're running here in the United States right now. And so on this next election, we're like, I think a lot of people are looking right now and they're saying, yeah, Trump's going to win because he's 10 points ahead and, you know, everybody's behind him. I mean, bro, even the the even the even black inner city voters who were like, fuck Trump are now coming around. If you go on a world star post and they talk about Trump, bro, it's like all pro Trump. Yeah. Okay. So. All of these people are now looking at this guy and they're saying, all right, he's coming back. But what happens if he doesn't? Yeah. What happens if they flat out steal the election right in our faces? Which, by the way, that's the ultimate demoralization. Mm-hmm. To, they're to, doing it right in your face. Yes, and, doing that and that's what another. they've been doing. No. That's why Biden goes up on TV and smirks at everything he does. Like These guys know that they're doing this stuff right in our faces and there's nothing that's going to happen to them. And so my opinion is that over the course of the next year and a half, Trump is going to continue to gain momentum, 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 because people have decided that they don't care what he's done. Yeah. They don't care if they persecute him. They don't care if they bring him into court. They they don't care if he... Whatever they say, they don't care. Yeah. Whatever they say, they're going to assume was a lie, and it's going to add power to him, no matter what, no matter if it's true or a lie. Yeah. And if he's that far ahead in the election cycle, and then he loses... You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's ultimate demoralization, and they're and and dude, they're we're gonna have a real gut check as American citizens, especially the men, as to what the fuck we are actually made of.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, dude to your point, there, there's some interesting stuff going on. So I don't know if you guys have seen this, right? But um, this past Tuesday, Kevin McCarthy, the former Speaker of the House, he's yeah. out, right? Yeah. Um, and that mostly, in thanks to uh, the work that Matt Gates has been doing. Um, but here's the thing, a couple of people have been putting their, their their names in the hat for this new More than a couple. More than a couple, right? And it's so like one of those, for example, Jim Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's dropped his name in there. Steve Scalise, he's dropped his name in there. Um, but out of left field, it's not out of left field. Donald Trump's in the, in the in the running, yep. right? And like and they've been talking about it. So the, and this is actually an MSNBC article.
0: He he is expected to announce that he is putting his name in it officially on Tuesday. He is,
1: yeah, he his. is, he is. And so and so does uh, this is MSNBC article reading. Uh, does Donald Trump want to be Speaker of the House? It's a question that has emerged in the chaotic afterglow of a collection of House conservatives seceding and ousting House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. So far, the former president has done little to downplay the political intrigue um so let's watch this video i got this clip this is from when he left the court building um and he addressed the news cameras let's see what he had to say real quick President, be speaker? Um, would you be speaker? Uh, a lot of people have been
0: calling me about speaker all i can say is
1: we'll
2: do whatever's best for the country and for the republican party we'll see some great
1: people i just want to say
2: we have some great great people would you take the job a lot of people have asked me about it. I'm focused. You know, we're leading, I don't know if you, I'm sure you don't read too much in the papers, but we're leading by like
0: 50 points
1: for President. <laughs> you know, my focus is totally on that. If I can help them during the
2: process, I would do it. But we have some great people in the Republican Party that could do a great job as Speaker. Well, what do I <laughs>
0: Right
1: again. Yeah. so then even the white house
0: responded
1: right so so kgb uh she she was asked the same that's question. what her name should be it should be kgb KGB. you yeah, know yeah. this what it should be <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so let's see what she had to say from the white
0: house in any of the meetings about this in the last 24 hours has anybody in the west wing heard anybody talking about the possibility of speaker trump this is something for House Republicans to figure out.
1: This is something for them to fix. We're not gonna get involved in the speakership. We don't care who they, who is in the race or who is out the race. That is not for us to figure out. The president doesn't have a vote. No one here has a vote. They have to figure this out. Thanks
0: for Tell watching. me you're nervous and
1: scared shitless without you. telling me you're nervous and scared shitless.
0: Bro, that was crazy. Right? How she responded to that, considering all the clips that we've watched her respond. Bro, like, bro, she's nervous. as No, far. no, that was fear. 100%. Not, not only did the re- the reason the reason she did not say anything with her normal smart ass mouth is because she's afraid he might get it. Well, dude, what, what the Speaker of House will
1: give him, bro, like that's starting line of succession. They already got open indictments uh, or, or open impeachment inquiries going on against Biden, bro. It would not be very difficult to fucking clean house. That's the easy route into the fucking presidency. Very easy out, and then think about it. They give him that—that that would give him five years if he ran for you know continued his run for election. Now you got five years. Wow, it's a wild I don't know. It seems
0: like way far outside the realm of of, of reality. Um, <clears throat> but you know, this has been tossed around over and over and over again for years, for years, and
1: uh, and at first it seemed kind of far fetched, but now like dude, this is a real possibility. It's a real possibility. I thought it was crazy
2: to hear that they're they're starting to build the walls again, right?
0: Well, nobody wants to talk about that. But like, it, like, bro, the that that whole thing there. I got that. You got that? Oh hell yeah! I All right, that. we'll wait to that. But yeah. yeah, I got a lot to say about that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, but got, yeah, right. not insane. I'm glad they're doing it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. like the, the hypocrisy. Yeah, definitely. It's wild. You know, look, man. Here's the thing: people don't understand the structure, right? If house, if he becomes Speaker of the House. Uh, they could impeach Biden and potentially impeach Kamala right after him, and then he would be president. That's what I'm saying. I, I know years. that, but what I'm saying is, there's people listening that argue with me over my opinions about politics, mm-hmm. but love my business advice, and then you know, love my politics and hate my business advice. Like, there's very few people out here that actually understand how this works. Yeah, I was gonna. Ask- there's a lot of people here that think that Vincent actually killed a guy on TV. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have to explain it. Yeah. Right? Explain it to me. Explain it to me because I'm not too clear about so, the speaker. So, of the how House. this
1: works is Very if, powerful Trump, position.
0: if Trump is voted Speaker of the House by Congress, which they have the power to do, like if all the Republicans who are members of Congress voted for Trump to become Speaker of the House. He would become Speaker of the House. And there's nothing the Democrats can do because they don't have enough votes to stop it. Not only
1: that, there's no requirements
0: that you actually have to be a Congress person. You don't have to be a member of government to become. Okay. You could be a, they could elect me. Yeah. All right. So if they do that, let's just say they did that. Trump then presides over Congress, the House of Representatives. All right. They can then impeach Biden. And if they then impeach Kamala, He's the third in line to become president.
2: Jesus.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> so And so the House is like, I mean, do like, so the checks and balances of our
1: government, the House, they're a position. They have some, I mean, it's an extremely powerful position, right? Yeah. Like, all of the investigative uh, committees, that's all in the House of Representatives. Oh, so there's a wow. lot of power and sway. We already have the Senate for the most part. So it's like, yeah. it'd be like, it's a man. very, very realistic thing uh situation it's
0: also one way to get around what i was just saying before which is the gut check moment that's going to come right because look dude and i and i say this not because i want it to happen because it's it's real if it is very clear that this man is you know won the vote and won the people over and they steal the election it's going to require violence oh yeah it's going to require violence and all these border patrol people and all these police officers and all the veterans, they're all going to have to decide what team they're on. Yeah, that's where it's going. And that that is the precipice point of violence that I see in in the near future. When countries who have dealt with this sort of. Um, tyranny, tyranny or or. <laughs> or revel- attempted coup cuz that's what this is mm-hmm. okay if if that it was com- a successful coup it, it what well i think the coup actually happened in the 60s but the point is i believe personally that the election was already highly manipulated just like it was i mean if you watched the arizona election that just confirmed yeah. what happened so And we can argue that all day. Like we can argue that Trump did 30 rallies with 30 days into the election where he had no less than 75,000 people at each rally. And Biden was in his basement smiling because they knew that he was going to win. All right. We can argue this all day. But my personal belief is that it was already stolen. And that's the belief of a lot of people. A lot of people feel that way. All right. Because every fucking person they know voted for him. Like every single person that I know with the exception of like a few like far left weird ass motherfuckers that I happen to be friends with and y'all are still weird I love you but you're weird as fuck and you should probably listen to your cousin Andy a little bit All right, real talk (laughs) but the point is is that everybody fucking voted for him the first time with the the exception of the Hollywood elite types or the far left progressive communist blue hair people and and even so the people who didn't vote for him, who voted for Biden, are now shifting because they're like, holy shit, look at what's going on. This is crazy. And they're waking up at mass. And so if all these people are looking around and we're like, oh, yeah, that's our guy, that's our guy, that's our guy, and they steal it again, this is where those other countries like Venezuela and El Salvador failed. And this is the point of of contention where they legitimately failed as citizens to defend their own country against this communist movement. And so in my opinion, I believe that if the election is blatantly stolen, it's going to be a time to decide for American men and American veterans and police and military. Do you believe in American freedom or are you willing to let communists take over? And, and that's going to require violence. Yeah. And, and bro, I'm all about cultural revolution because without a cultural revolution, we will never have American culture. That needs to be strengthened. That you know, when we talked about not feeling less American, yeah. the reason we feel less American is because when you and I were growing up, we're the same age. Um, we, we were taught, you know, that people who won in life and did good things and built things, those were people who were like celebrated. Yeah. And now it's the opposite, mm-hmm. right? And so we have this cultural ideology of no excuses, uh, badass American. Fuck you if you don't like it, right? And it's been replaced with, I'm a victim, I'm sick, uh, I'm tired, I don't want to work, give me your shit. It's a totally different mentality. And so that ideology difference is massive. And if we we don't restore that culture, it won't exist anyway. But there is going to be a point in time that comes, in my opinion, where violence is highly likely. And if it's not executed there's a good chance that we go the way of of venezuela or el salvador or one of these other countries where they just go total communist you know and el salvador is back on the right track again because they got somebody in who was willing to fucking clean house the only thing that gives me hope is they seem to be real afraid of the elections because of the way they're persecuting this man politically but yeah um it's a different it's it's going to be an interesting time dude and like i'm just going to be real like I think it's a good idea for any of you guys who are patriots, like for real, to like get your shit together, man. Because like, I I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to not steal the election. I think they're going to steal it right in front of our fucking faces. And I think there's going to be problems. And I think these millions and millions and millions of fucking migrants coming across the border have the potential to be militarized against us, the people in defense of them. So they are doing it, bro. Handing out badges in Illinois. Huh? They're already doing that. What do you mean? They're letting they're letting illegal migrants be police officers in Illinois. Yeah, are you serious? Oh, real shit. Carry weapons and arrest American citizens. Wow. They just passed a law. Pritzker passed it. Mm -hmm. Who's the governor over there in Illinois? Yeah, that's right. So what's the next step? They're already asking you to pull them into your homes. Yeah. Okay. So the next step is going to be they take your they're going to fucking go on the emergency alert they just alerted yesterday and say we're what else did they do oh you might have this in in the topics. But they just categorized MAGA oh. as an extremist group. Oh, I Damn it. It, did Andy. you have that? Yeah, I got it. Okay, well, we'll talk about it. <laughs> but the point is, the, these people will come on the alert system and they'll say, we're under attack by rebels. We're under attack by people who want to tear our country down. And if you believe in America, you've got to pick up arms and defend it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be all these migrants, bro. Yeah, because what do they also give all these migrants? They gave them what? Phones. Phones, money. Uh, more more benefits than they're giving our own veterans from who yeah. have served. I mean, Just how I many know. veterans do you know personally not not with names, but yeah. that are struggling, yeah, they that have been strong. struggling, yeah. that are struggling far far more than they ever should struggle for what they've given to this country. Absolutely, absolutely. Right? And, and it's and wrong. It's wrong
2: to get the benefits that they deserve.
0: Well, dude, you got to fight for them, and yeah. then you got these dudes coming across being handed a, a stack of cash and a cell phone, saying, "See you in ten years." Yeah. You know, go rape our women. Like, bro, it's real fucking shit. real shit It's happening It's real shit, man But guys, let's get into this
1: cruise So remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos Go to com. You can find them there uh, If you're watching on YouTube, check down in the description below uh, And you can find the links uh, there as well So with that being said, man, let's get into our first headline our First headline reads Trump's Manhattan fraud trial Interesting day four uh, So let's do a little follow-up on this There's some interesting stuff going on um. So uh, everybody knows how Trump is. He talks a lot of shit. It's great. Um, he uh, recently shared a clip of A.G. Letitia James calling him an illegitimate president. Um, now, that's a good clip, but there's actually one that's better that's been circulating around. Um, and on top of the gag order that the judge gave him, I thought this was a really, really interesting clip just to show the people exactly what we're talking about here. Um, so let's watch this clip here.
0: The president of the United States has complained that I'm engaging in some sort of political witch hunt, that I've got some personal vendetta against him, Mm -hmm. that I campaigned against him. That is not true.
1: This illegitimate president who who sits in the White House. That president, because he's not my president, he's an illegitimate president. His days are numbered. His days are numbered. We've got to get ready to mobilize, and we've got to get ready to agitate and irritate until victory is won, but more importantly until Trump is defeated. We will all
0: rise up and resist this man. And ultimately, we'll bring him down. This
1: illegitimate president,
2: I'm going to give you the same level of respect that you gave to President Obama,
0: and that is Absolutely no respect at all. Donald Trump has got to go. Hey, hey. Well, Let's fucking be honest. Obama didn't deserve any respect. (laughs) Obama was actually a very hopeful candidate. When Obama got got inaugurated in 2008, when they actually announced that he won the election and he was in Chicago and it was all over TV, bro, I I didn't mean getting goosebumps about how I felt then. Like, I, I didn't vote for him. But, like, dude, like, I felt very hopeful for America. I said, bro, this is great. Like, it's our first black president. It's going to unify people. Pe- like, this. if this guy comes in and says what he's actually about, it's going to be amazing. And what'd he do? Nothing. He came in for eight years and fucked our shit up. And now he's still fucking it up with this old bag of shit, Joe Biden. <laughs> okay? So, like, let's be real. Obama started with a very high level of respect. And he quickly deteriorated. It had nothing to do with Donald Trump. And really? most American citizens feel that way. Yeah,
1: 100%. Uh, but with, with all of this going on, so I mean, this clip right here.
0: Is Do you remember really that, bro? When he got yeah. elected?
2: Yeah, it was, it was, I think it was like a good unifying feel for a lot of the United States.
0: Dude, yeah. I felt that way too. And I remember I was dating a girl at the time who uh, was very pro-Obama, yeah. and I was not. And at the end of it, I wasn't, you know, it was a different time then too, dude. Like, like, could you imagine like dating uh, one of these fucking people now? Holy shit, bro. Everything's webinar Must have been hard times for me. (laughs) Look, all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is we didn't hate each other. I just looked over and I said, hey, I hope you're right. (laughs) I hope you're right. Like, this looks good. It sounds good. It feels good. I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong. But I was right. You know what I mean? Yeah. True shit, man. You don't remember, dude, do, because you were pretty young. Do you? Do you no, remember, I remember it? it? Do you? Absolutely. How old were you now? I, I was him? in eighth
1: grade. Yeah.
0: I mean, were you hopeful? No, oh, I mean, dude,
1: I thought it was cool, and like, yeah. I, even just seeing the videos, like, I mean, bro, it's millions of fucking people. Up. Yeah, I'm like, shit, this is pretty cool. Yeah, you know, but I, I wasn't like, oh yeah, it's a black president, I can be black. You know, I'm gonna be president
0: one day. I didn't, I, I didn't feel like I that. Didn't was. Take it that way. Yeah, but you know, DJ, I, mean, I didn't I'm even. Like, okay, I don't even feel like that cool. was the tone. I think there was yeah. way less racial contention 100%. then than there was now. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. Like, like, Absolutely. dude, and young people don't like these twenty-year-old kids. They don't get that. Yeah. No. Like back in 2005, bro, we're walk. Everybody's walking around, cool. Yeah. like we're making jokes about each other we're having fun we're celebrating each other's cultures like we're black dudes are going to country shows white dudes are going to rap shows we're all fucking hanging out nobody gives a fuck Yeah, Eminem yeah bro nobody <laughs> yeah but dude real talk like these young kids don't they weren't around during that yeah. time so they don't understand you're trying to solve a problem that's already been fucking solved bro I don't have the context of what of the time before. I don't oh, know, man. Yeah, but but
1: I want to bring up something that's really, really crazy, man. And Andy, you, you kind of alluded to it, but we got to talk about it. So Newsweek magazine, they did this uh, exclusive uh, report. Um, and this headline reads, exclusive Donald Trump followers targeted by FBI as 2024 electioneers. This is a real thing. Yeah. It's an absolute. And like, listen, guys, like we've all joked about it, right? Like I got my FBI agent who targets us. I'll talk to him. He's cool. You know, but we always joke about it. Like, and, and this is real, like, this is a real thing. That they are no longer hiding, right? So if you associate This is self,
0: intimidation, too. 100%. They, they're they just leaking the truth, bro. That's all it is. So, the, so this has been going on for a long time, but they're leaking the truth because they want people to be afraid to support Donald Trump. Yeah. That's what this is about. 100%. This is no different than whenever during 2021- uh, when they came out, remember we were up at uh Ian Smith's gym mm-hmm. and it was like 20, August 2021, I think. And they were having that event, and that was the first time they released a domestic terrorism watch list. Yeah. Remember that? We yeah. were there and all of us, because like that was where all of them were at that day. <laughs> like it was like, a mass gathering. <laughs> yeah. Like we were all there. Like <laughs> we were like, we were all kind of secretly like, fuck, dude, like are they coming for us now? Like yeah, what right. the fuck? like we got a little nervous, right? But a couple of days went by and we we're like, you know what? Fuck these people. Mm -hmm. But like, dude, what this is, this is because the silent majority strategy isn't going to work anymore. Right. The first time they tried to make everybody feel like it was virtuous to stay silent. Mm. That's not going to work anymore. People have realized that they fucked themselves by doing that. So now people are getting loud and you even have the black communities coming out in support of Donald Trump, which dude, like I love seeing that. Um, but the, what I believe this is 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 this is like, hey, you better not publicly say you support Trump. It's a way for them to control the the energy.
1: Yeah, that's well, how I view it. And dude, it's a dangerous thing too because what people have to understand: the moment that they say something is qualifies as a domestic terrorist, the amount of resources that that open up when it comes to FISA warrants and all. Like, I mean, dude, it's insane. And just by labeling this uh, as domestic terrorists, right? If you follow the certain the amount of of invasion into your life that you will be completely unaware of which it's already at a mass scale but this allows them to take it a hundred thousand steps further like it's dangerous
2: yeah the other the other scary part is that people that are that are easily swayed and easily convinced read that and like oh shit is that and and they they believe that it's not like they don't have a thought process right it's all these people that read the title and believe everything that now is like going to confirm their own beliefs that that were now concreted to them and say people like i wouldn't say my mother per se but people in that age demographic who just like reads the reads the the headline and goes oh shoot now they're gonna believe it it's it's part of that psychological operations right that they do yeah bro that's
0: a really good point i hadn't thought about that like a lot of people are still in that place where if they read a headline and it comes from newsweek or it comes from msm that that supersedes all the other yeah. Headlines. And it's actually the opposite. Right. Their era was the right. news was real. It's, and now it's, it's
2: not. And, and there's
0: a reasonable expectation by them and everybody right. else right. that what Newsweek or what the New York Times or the New York Post or uh, the Washington Post or any of these places, CNN, Fox, they're all guilty of it. Yeah. And they've become a propaganda machine versus an actual news. But when we were growing up, bro it wasn't like this right. and if it was we didn't notice it right like now it's overtly like right in our faces and um there's a lot of people man who still haven't unplugged themselves to realize that like you're this isn't the news anymore right this is an agenda that you are being fed and uh that's a really good point yeah a i forget time. that a lot it took of a
2: long time for me to convince my dad and mom like hey stop yeah. stop reading these right stop yeah. doing that and it's like, like
0: reading the inquirer
2: when yeah, we were exactly, a kid. Exactly. When you're young, yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah. you know it's bullshit. Like, yeah. they, they still don't. And yeah. you have to tell them, like, stop. Like, like really start educating yeah. on all these topics. Start making your own decisions, right? Yeah. Like, don't do that. You yeah. Know?
0: Because... Just consider, I think a good way to interpret uh, most of the MSM, or when it comes to Trump, especially because right. they hate him so much, is that literally almost everything they say about the dude ends up being the opposite. Right. And so, like, when we when we interpret... And by the way, that's no, like, plug on Donald Trump. Like, Donald Trump doesn't do himself any favors by the way that he carries himself. You know, like, if Donald Trump had came out and for for four years and, you know, instead of, like, jousting with the media, presenting himself with a message of unity, like, hey, instead of saying, yeah, you know, uh, whoever, Jake Tapper, you're a piece of shit, like, you're fat, you're this, like, (laughs) instead of that shit, had he come out and said, now, guys, I know that there's a lot of buzz around these policy decisions. Let me take a minute to explain them to you. This is why I decided this. I decided this because I think it's going to bring us all together so that we can move forward as this. And he actually, like, took the time to, like, be a real leader in that way. Because I think his policies, everybody agrees, times were better. Right. Right. Um, But you know he 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 fucks himself with his communication a lot of times yeah the
2: lack of professionalism it was was, was
0: I tough. think it's funny so like we have all of these misunderstandings i'm i'm no stranger to him i understand so like when i see trump come out on the on the stage and he just starts ripping on these fucking media outlets i'm like get him yeah i love it and i laugh at it i think it's funny but i can also detach myself from that because i experienced that right to understand how that comes across to someone who's who's not experienced that
2: yeah it's the first time in our in our our time that we've seen a president kind of step outside of the professionalism side and just kind of address people as humans and i think it threw a lot of people off and that's why he had so much disdain towards him because people were like that's not what president should act like yeah i get it but like I mean, a lot of the shit he said was, like, on point. No, right? it's so, so it's, that was like, it's, so it's all like, on point. It was just... I know, but yeah. My, yeah, my point was, like, like you're just sitting there like, yeah, but, you know, yeah, right, it's one right. of those
0: things. And I do well, want to have a president that has a little bit more tact in his Well, I think the level. office of the president, it's important to have that because we have to understand that... There's people that are a hundred listening to you. There's people that are 80. There's people that are 60. Other countries. There's people that are 40. There's other countries. Yeah. And these people all have different worldviews. So like this is why, like, as much as I joke about being president, like I like to joke about it all the time. I wouldn't make a good president because I would go up there and tell you to suck on my fucking balls. Okay. <laughs> like real talk. I can't help it. It's who I am. Now I'd be a great strategic guy. Yeah. I'd be a great personality on the internet yeah. but like being an actual president i probably have the same problem that trump has okay <laughs> no i'm just being honest man it's just real shit so but like i i loved it like i love the way he is because i'm like fuck dude this guy's awesome like i be, like dude i would love to hang out with him and fucking talk shit and like i bet we would roast each other it'd be fucking hilarious
1: and dude let me tell you something yeah <laughs> All right.
0: bro and i met his family too and they're fucking great people they're great people dude and um so I really, I get it, and I like him, but I also understand why people don't like that. And, and uh, I think it's a strategic mistake that he's been making, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree, I agree. Maybe yeah. not, though. Like, the, guy's, the guy is so hyper-intelligent. I mean, he might see a bunch of shit that I'm not even seeing. I mean, the guy's twice as old with all this experience. I mean, fuck, he might have this shit all figured out. We don't know shit. I'm just saying that's my take. Yeah. I love what he says. I love what he does. I think it's hilarious, but I understand why. Like, you know, maybe your mom might not. Right. 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 Yeah. My
2: mom. Ah, oh, I
0: don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, mom. <Ma. laughs> or like that lady from last night that we had to de- like. Oh, you know, Jesus yeah. Christ, that lady. <laughs> Bruh, that's that's a story for after the show, dude.
1: Um, yeah. Well, guys, jumping on this conversation. Let us know what you guys think down in the comments. Hashtag coming for you. Let us know what you guys think. So, with that being said, let's keep this cruise. I say, come and
0: get it. Come and get it. That's what I say. Yeah, come and get it, then, bro. I'm I'm looking at this like like the net. Like I I'm looking at this next year and a half. Kind of like this could be it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm being serious. Like I'm driving all my nice shit. Yeah. I'm wearing all my nice shit. I'm fucking going out and eating the nicest shit. Well, let's be real. I did that anyway. Yes. But the truth is. Like, I'm starting to think, like, all right, man, this could be it. Like, it's making me appreciate everything else a little bit more.
2: It's Hmm. definitely a scary time. And then having kids, I'm always like, oh, fuck, did I fuck up and bring them into this crazy shit? You know what I mean? Like, I I think of that all the It's funny that you you say that.
1: Army platoon over
0: there, I do, and hopefully
2: they fucking can load mags when I need it. (laughs) It's funny
0: that you say (laughs) that because I made a comment on the show just the other day basically saying, like, Dude, if you're 55 or 60 and older, like, you guys fucking failed. Your generation failed. And so many people got pissed off about it. Oh, you got some heat. But they, Yeah, but you know what, bro? Here's the thing. That's no different than me saying, well, my generation has failed by allowing this discussion of mutilation of genitals to happen to grade schoolers. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I should have been more vocal five or ten years ago about when this shit started to come around. And I wasn't. And so that's not an attack on an individual. I'm sure that a lot of you guys that listen to this show, you did exactly what you were supposed to do. But I'm saying as a people, as a group, as a team, we have failed. And not only has your generation failed, but my generation has failed too. So I have responsibility in that as well. So those of you that fucking, you know, hated me because I said that, that's what I'm communicating. Like I'm not sitting here saying I'm doing it perfect because I'm saying we fucked up. Yeah. And that's, that's <laughs> something that we have to address before we can correct it. Right.
1: <laughs> right? And right. that's all I'm saying. Oh, that's real shit, man. Yeah.
0: But, guys, before. But we... you guys did fuck up.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, let's be real. Uh, guys, before we get to our second headline, we're going to take a time. We're going to cruise some comments. All right. All right. So oh, let's oh, cruise fuck. comments. I wonder if I got any death threats for. <laughs> uh, for... <laughs> yeah, we shall see. So, this comment is coming from at definitely not Madot. Shit's funny, but DJ ain't. You got as many trophies as Biden has accomplishments in his entire political career.
0: <laughs> this guy's <is> hilarious. <laughs> yeah, give this guy a trophy. Dude. No, that ain't that's that, it says definitely not Madat. Madonna, <laughs> <laughs> I will fuck you up, bro. That's not Madat. It se- <laughs> it says it right there. It says not Madat. Right. Definitely not him. Right. Yeah. That guy's funny though whoever he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah <right>. <laughs> <laughs> if if not Madat was here I'd give him a trophy. <laughs> but I don't see him anywhere. <laughs> well fuck you, Not Madat.
1: All right. Uh, yeah, so guys appreciate you guys commenting guys. Uh, use that comment section engage. Oh my god. Uh, don't forget to like share. I'm going to start was- picking up Oh, this was a real person. Yeah. We just
2: started of-
1: Oh, you okay. Well definitely not
0: definitely not Madot gets a trophy. I like I like the original name actually. At Buck Nasty Back. Well that Ooh. that's reflective of our listeners. I like it.
1: Yeah. We're, I like we're it. the deplorables over here. Guys, headline number two. Headline number two reads Biden Admin waives federal laws to allow border wall construction in Texas. Another
0: uh NBC article. Yeah. All right, which I thought the I thought it was racist. It was racist. I thought they were putting people in cages. They were.
2: It's crazy. I'll speak a little bit on, on like, it's crazy that people would argue the wall when they don't understand how valuable the wall can be, right? So, like, I'll just put into perspective. You got 20,000 board of trade agents, just about, right? And But you have three shifts of board of trade agents, and so you got your morning shift, mid shift, night shift, right? Then You have people on admin, so you, at all times, maybe have somewhere around 3,500 guarding our borders. That's all the way from north, north. 3500 yeah that's not enough no no it's yeah. not at all so you have about so just one sector say eagle pass you got about maybe 20 people on a shift spread out through yeah. 200 something miles right yeah. and so why the border was valuable is because what it did is at least funnel traffic to go to areas that are probably easier access right like the path of least resistance mm-hmm. and so it helps in some of these areas that are it, dude sometimes i'm two hours two and a half three hours from my actual station that's how deep you have to drive just to get to your point and it's only you and maybe one other dude so if you have bodies coming across, and it's like 20 of them, it's like, I'm not going to apprehend 20 dudes alone in the middle of the night. I'm going to call the home. There's nothing you can do. Right. It's such a hard thing. So when you add a wall, at least it creates the funnel effect to areas that you can actually kind of guard better. So there's value to it. If you want to help with that, the wall was important. And so when they stopped construction on the wall, it was kind of like confusing. For a lot of the agents, too, like, dude, this shit makes it hard.
0: Well, yeah, because they're, they're assuming that the people that they work for have the interests of this country- At heart and they do not. Yeah, it was That's a mistake they're making. It was That's a mistake everybody's making. Bro, in my in my America, bro, we have a wall with like literally like a catwalk on the top, (laughs) like just like prison, bro. Like dudes with guns, like I'd have some of them automatic, like heat censored, like miniguns, guns, you know, that rotate around, like the shit they put on a ship. Yeah, You know what I mean? The shit's yeah, a missile yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I know. Bro, they would be heat activated. It would be so fierce that people wouldn't come within range of the wall. Like, we would own the, the, the two miles into the wall, like, because it would be so hardcore. That's what we would do. And, like, it would only take a day of that operating before people would stop. No comment. <laughs> I'm just saying. we we It would only take a day. It would be over. There would be nobody coming here. I'm all for people coming here. Like this guy came here. He comes here from Bosnia. Does all the classes, does all the paperwork, yeah. does everything the right way. I'm all for that. But what I'm not for is being invaded by migrants. Not of, by the way, I'm not talking about people from Mexico. I'm That's talking about it is. I'm talking about the Chinese military age males. I'm talking about the African males. I'm talking about the the people from these countries that are 50 countries away from us or on the other side of the planet that are being shipped here. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I actually I actually I think the process for actual Mexicans to come to America should be expedited mm-hmm. because absolutely. our cultures are aligned. We all you know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. It's a good thing. Um, so, I mean, I just want to clarify that. But like, dude, if you know, I don't know, like but my thing on this board, the wall, right? bro, though, like like, well, I mean, if you if you have no comment, what do you think? What's your opinion?
2: No, I think like I said earlier, I think the wall was valuable. I think the wall. No, it's was very valuable. And, and, like, and, why and,
0: wouldn't we have a strong? Right. Like, doesn't that? Why wouldn't it, we have that? It helps
2: the the lack of individuals we have actually doing the job. Well, why
0: would we have any gaps in it?
2: Right, I don't I don't understand it either. You know, the argument the argument that was crazy was when when Trump said it like in, in like I don't even give a shit. But it, when Trump said it, people were arguing, it was like the money. It's like, that's a crazy argument that the money and, and and why I think it's crazy is that what we're spending currently right now on just, I'll give you just one example. There's one processing center in Eagle Pass, Texas, currently right now that spends 24 million a day processing illegal immigrants, right? right. And when you process them, someone comes across and just to understand the process, they come across to get apprehended to come in. We do fingerprints. We do identify their, their, right? We do all the things you would do almost in, yeah. in going into prison. Yeah. So there's a database of everyone that comes across that we actually apprehend. And for the most part, they're just walking up to us anyway. So it's an apprehension comprehension and so 24 million dollars a day and this is only one processing center and there's probably about five or six of them and so just the money alone just then maintain that is crazy and then you talk about how much it would have cost to do the 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 wall like shit we could have built that wall many times over and which would actually have helped the influx not be so bad so it was just it was a well, crazy. i think or, it, I,
0: I think the the amount if I'm not mistaken, and I could be, you guys could Google this up. But I think the amount to finish the wall was like five billion dollars. Right, and so when and we, we spent so- over, we spent sent over a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine.
2: Well, not even that. That one processing center alone, if you do the, do the math on that one, it comes out to something like eight billion, something like that. So like you, you've already paid the wall once. Yeah. in one year, and you would have actually deterred a good amount just on the fact that it just makes it more Well, the
0: only logical uh, conclusion here is that they want those people here. Exactly. And I think that's the thing. I think this is actually a
1: sign. When they're, when they're changing tactics on this and the hypocrisy alone, there's something deeper. And I think that be, with them changing completely doing a 180 on this topic, how I see this is that the people that they wanted in this country to destroy it are already here. Like, the damage is done. So you can close the border wall. Now all you're doing is just locking us in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think the damage is already done. That, um, that's,
0: that's an excellent point, man. Uh, it's I, I already don't, done. I don't know that I can disagree with that. Like they could be saying, okay, we have enough of these people here to do what we needed to do. Yeah, let's lock it down now. Yeah. you know, the And dam- then get some, pull some of our voter base back because we'll, we'll appear to be handling the problem. It's going to be interesting to hear what all these Democrats who, uh, you know, at Thanksgiving dinner are going to have to say about— you know the wall being racist, and the, is the wall still racist? Yeah, right. <laughs> is the wall still racist? Is it still kids in cages? Is AOC still going to the border to cry for the a pho- photo op? Yeah, Photo op, okay. You know. Is that or is that all done? Are we moving on to something else now? Like, at what point in time are the American citizens going to wake up and realize that you're getting played by all of this shit? Mm-hmm. It's all theater. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and, and, and Vince, I want I want to check in with
1: you on something too. Like, I mean, with your experience boy star agent i mean you guys got to do some really really heavy heavy cool shit um what was your what was your experience like dealing with the cartel down there because like so this, this and, and i bring that up to say there was this daily mail uh, article that came out todd bensman um he just did an eyewitness report about the battle between the mexican cartel and border agents down there um where was that at and this is insane yeah so um article reads, in the early dawn's orange glow, a Texas Rangers commander briefs a heavily armed invasion force. They're preparing to seize a remote, 170-acre Mexican cartel-controlled island in the middle of the Rio Grande River, overlooked by sniper nests uh, and potentially booby-trapped. Um, so bringing this up, right by front in Texas. Yeah. Um, apparently there's this like 170-acre island that is a, a, a stronghold for... Mexican cartel um they found weapons cache. they got uh yeah. you know little boulders where mm-hmm. they're digging holes under and hiding magazine ammunition um all along that interesting
2: well i'll say this um yeah, it's obviously all the trafficking that's happening in the borders is, is controlled by some some cartel or another, right? Yeah. Like there's someone in charge. Of every area has a specific cartel that kind of runs that lane. Um, and everything you see from human trafficking to drug smuggling is controlled by someone. Uh, I don't know much about this story at all, but it's not uncommon. Every apprehension you make, every kind of like all the intel that we gather and we start doing you know, specific hits on, on, on targeted houses is because you know we know there's some informant or someone who's flipped for the DA or whatnot and giving us the information to go ahead and apprehend them. And it's all connected to some kind of cartel. And that's, I think that's just uh that's just the facts of it. Uh, it's, I think it's totally ingrained into our government somewhere, in some, some way, shape or form, because how much money is involved in smuggling. And so it's a, that's it's a
1: big, big point. Oh,
2: it's a very, very shady, scary kind of environment. And that's what you do down on the border. If you're apprehending dope bundles, it is attached to some kind of cartel.
0: Well, it's also attached to our own three-letter agencies. Let's be real. Fucking, you don't have to say anything. But, uh, no comment. The CIA, the CIA pretty much put fucking Pablo Escobar in business and then decided he was a problem. They got rid of him. And we can go on and on and on about a bunch of shit like that. So Yeah. Um, yeah. Got, yeah. Uh, I would build a bigger wall. So I'm going to start this thing. If I were president after every segment, okay? <laughs> if it were like me, it. we would have a wall that was at least four times that high and 10 times that thick with our best automatic heat sensing, people annihilating, people vaporizing miniguns uh, that were automatically on the top of the wall. <laughs> and then I would give all of the border agents, they get to maintain it. That way we can maintain that whole structure with the, the little manpower that we have. It would work, all right? That's what I think. Yeah. That's what I'd be doing, vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for immigrants. I'm all for people coming here. I love cultures. I think it's great. I love the Bosnian culture. I love the Italian culture. I love, you know, uh, the Asian culture. I love the black culture. I love the white culture. I love all the cultures. I think they all have things to offer. And I I think that's what makes America amazing. Yeah. You know, I'm all for it. But like when we're bringing people here by the millions that do not want to partake in that culture and want to bring their culture here, that's a problem for us because that dilutes the entire soul of America in a very real way. Yeah. So, you know, ask yourself, do you feel more American or less American now than you did 5, 10, 15 years ago? Yeah. And give an honest answer. That's man.
1: Well, guys, let's get into our third and final headline of the show. Headline number three. Headline number three reads, women's tech conference overrun by men claiming to be non-binary draws amused reaction. I love this. Have you seen this?
2: No, I have not.
1: Oh, man. Listen, these these people are wild. But this is like a backfire, right? Like, It is what it is. Uh, So a tech conference for women and non-binary workers in in the field last week was overrun by men uh, where an organizer said some unwelcome guests falsely claimed to be, quote, non-binary to make it in. And some onlookers watched the ensuing outcry unfold with amusement and a lack of sympathy. Quote, you have to admit it's pretty funny watching a dude yelling about dudes being dudes. (laughs) Said outnumbered guest Ben Ferguson on Wednesday. Uh, indeed, Cullen White, chief impact officer of the group that organized the seminar, Anita B, chastised attendees for uh, having lied about their gender. Who, who are they to judge someone's gender? Yeah, how do they assume that they were not non binary in the non binary binary system?
0: How? <laughs> what? <laughs> how? How? I mean, who are they to assume someone's gender?
1: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean,
0: maybe they're gender fluid, and today they felt like they just were for the
1: seminar here. they felt like switching it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's weird. It's wild. It's weird how they don't want us to judge them, but they they're so quick to judge. <laughs> yeah. So it continues. It says, "Quote:
1: Yesterday it became clear uh, that there are f- a far greater number of cisgender men than we anticipated. Simply put." Some of you lied about your gender when you registered, White said at the conference. Uh, outnumbered outnumber co hosts well, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Before you
0: go Well, if they're lying, then what are you doing? Yeah, right. How what makes them What lying? makes you the the judge, jury, and executioner on gender identity? Right. If they're lying and they're saying that they are something that they are not, how do you know that they actually aren't that? Yeah, what makes the person like What, what? makes them buying Like bro, the conversation <laughs> like the this whole situation is so fucking good. It's great. Like this is what needs to happen. More of it. Yes. You want to go do it? Yes. <laughs> yes I do. Yes I do. Yes I do. <laughs> and Anisha. Yes, no. Andy with an eye <laughs> With an eye yes, that's great That's
1: great um, So it continues says Outnumber co-host Emily Campagno Said she didn't feel Any sympathy For anyone at the conference Who complained about Men gaming the system Quote What do you expect She asked uh, Of course you're going To have the whole camel Eventually get into the tent Because you have been Totally fine With this nose Going in there uh, So here's a clip From the, uh, the seminar um, There's a shit ton Of dicks in there
0: This is amazing. (laughs) What is this event? Why? Why are they all? Why is everybody uh, from India? Yeah,
1: I I think it was a tech event.
0: I'm that's I'm I'm pretty pretty sure. (laughs) I'm being for they just must have more balls than actual Americans, bro.
1: Yeah, I I think it was some sort of tech event. So, so there's actually a tweet here from uh, Avni Barman. She tweeted, quote, shocking to see how many men showed up to a women in tech career conference claiming non-binary on their GHC registration status, shoving, bullying and bribing the women there. Uh, Yet I still get comments all the time. Quote, I thought we solved the women in tech issue a long time ago. Sad to see how low people are willing to go in a tough job market. What do you think we should do? Um, And then she tweeted this picture. I guess she got a message from another woman that was at the conference saying, uh, she the messages read. It's crazy this year. I got shoved by a guy into a door frame. A guy sold his one-on-one spot to this girl for a thousand dollars. I was talking to a recruiter, a recruiter at HPE. He whipped around me and started asking questions because he didn't want to wait in line. Yeah, I mean, listen,
0: where do we start here? I mean, let's be real, okay? Like. This is feminist. This is a result of feminism. That's what you wanted. Okay. This is what the fuck you guys wanted. All right. You wanted to villainize men for every single thing that they've ever done in every single place they've ever existed in society. And we have all, every time the men said, Hey, we want an only man event, we were called misogynists and fucking all these other names, right? So you do a women only event and people show up. And women show up. And there you go. And you get mad about it. <laughs> like this is absurd shit, bro. Yep. Men are men. Women are women. It is what it fuck it is. It's okay to have men-only events. It's okay to have women-only events. Whoever's better in the workforce, you get the job. That's how it should be. If you're a woman and you happen to have a vagina because you're a woman and you happen to be more skilled than the dude who has a penis. No matter how small. Yes. You can get paid more than that person and have that job. Like, like. This shit has gone so far overboard and this is what we're resulted with and this is what's going to bring it back to reality. That's the so. hopes, man. Yeah,
2: That's I'm the hopes. curious how many of these dudes just use the non-binary thing to try and get ahead in the, in the career
1: field.
0: right? Yeah. Like, oh, this...
1: Well, they're, like Yeah, good, but, so but why they're why forced well, to have to, right? Dude, because, it's like, big, well, listen,
0: it's bigger than that, though. Yeah. Because for years and years and years and nobody wants to admit this, but I will say it, is that um, men who have been skilled at a at a position... Who have been higher skilled than women have not gotten jobs because they're trying to do diversity and inclusion inside these companies okay and so there's all there's these differing points of view uh you know women can't get the same pay as men that's not uh, that's been shown through research multiple times to not be true yeah. okay so when we have this situation of hyper feminism And we have the situation of men who are and particularly white men who have been uh, denied jobs, even if they're the highest skilled applicant in favor of women or other races. Okay, you're going to have people start to cheat the system because they got to fucking eat. Yeah. All right. So that's what we're talking about here. This is real shit. And this idea of diversity, equity and inclusion and giving people jobs because they have a certain skin tone is bullshit. That's un-American. Or In America, between their legs, or or whatever, or who you like to fuck, or any of this shit. Or how you like to fuck them? Yeah, bro. It's it should be meritocracy. Who is the best person for the job? Who could do the job the best? If you happen to be black and you happen to be a female, fucking great, man. Can you do the job right? right. Like that's what the fuck America's built on. America's not built on giving people shit because they were born a certain way. That's like. I can't control what I was born. Did, did you did you get to have a meeting before you came here no. and, and choose who the fuck you were? Because no. I must have missed that motherfucking meeting. <laughs> did you get one? No. Okay, well, I didn't no. get... These guys must have all got one. So, like, you know, now it's their fault because they were born a certain way. Okay, it's nobody's fault they are born a certain way. And we're living in a society that punishes people in many different ways for being different than other people. And so we have to have a scale on which we judge people which is called meritocracy how skilled are you if you want to know what meritocracy looks like look at a football game look at a baseball game okay who's on the field the best motherfuckers in the world all right well there's no women on the field well no shit because women can't play fucking NFL football cuz they'll get fucking killed okay this they for that specific job those are the best people for the job and by the way The NFL is majority black, okay? So what? They're still the best dudes that could do
1: the job. No, just meritocracy, man. None of that shit matters. Be the best. If
0: you ain't the best, stop fucking bitching and get better. Dude, that's it, man. Like, that's the whole entire game of everything. It's natural order, dude. And by the way, that's important to society. Like, there's there's jobs that are important to society that depend on strong men to do. Yeah, I right. Think, I think too many people are afraid of competitive nature, and I think that's so valuable
2: to have. That's why you, I raise my kids in sports because yeah. in life you fucking compete. The yes. best wins, yeah. And that's everything in life, you know what I'm saying? But when you start doing the thing like, well, it's not the best; it's just the person that fits the bill. Then you start having you know sub average people doing
0: jobs that are supposed to be like high experts, right? And Bro, then you start having it's issues. a big problem in certain scenarios. It's a, it's okay, a like problem I problem. understand the good. I, listen, I could say this. I understand why people think it's a good thing. Yeah, Like, I understand that. I do. I really do. I understand why people think, okay, well, we need to work to get some of these people who may have lagged behind in other places into these fields. I understand that. And I actually, you know, there's nobility in that thought. That, I mean, I think that's a good thought. But when we're talking about that versus reality, right. there's just certain jobs that have to be handled by people of certain skill sets. Right. And like, if we're going to you know apply diversity equity inclusion to let's say being an airline pilot that's probably not really good for everybody flying on the plane right you know what i'm saying the like in surgery eh? yeah, that's, what <laughs> that's I'm saying. right like, you gotta have open heart surgery <laughs> yeah Do you yeah. really give a fuck i don't want the guy that had a d that's right i want the a plus guy yeah. man go. you know what yeah. I, was, I was reading the reviews and you know this surgeon he he got straight a's and was the top of his class and but this guy's he's but not this b- other guy yeah. he's non binary non-binary. non-binary. Has, you know, three pronouns, three pronouns. He's probably the guy. you know what? I, I fe- mean, the ma'am. I'm sorry. you, you want to expose the hypocrisy <laughs> of gender ideology? Ask someone who they'd like to have operate on their fucking brain? Would you like someone who was the best? Would you like someone who scored the best and who had the best track record? Or would you like the person who has pronouns and graduated seventy fifth? Out of 100 to operate on your brain, which would you rather have? And anybody who says the person who is skilled is telling the truth, and anybody who says otherwise is a hypocrite, they're lying or yeah. they deserve it, and it's natural selection. Let them operate. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I,
2: I want the best, and even if that best has three fucking pronouns, are you the best? Well, then you get there. It you done. go, that's and it. that's
1: the other that's, side
0: of the coin. The problem understand. is not always the case it's just, well it's not you know why that's not happening because the motherfuckers are so worried about their fucking gender identity they can't put in the work to actually become skilled at what they do that's why they rely on the gender identity yes. so they don't have to rely like on if y'all change. didn't worry about this shit like who you have sex with or what you think you are and and actually worried about gaining some real skills you wouldn't have to hack a, a conference uh to get an opportunity right like shit, dude these things this is obvious stuff. And it's like almost painful to, to the societies like this now. Like it's it's just like. Imagine raising teenagers, dude, and having to explain this dude, shit to them, dog. Dude, why do you it's think I t- come in here, it's man? Tough, why do you think I do this? I don't come in here because it's fucking fun, bro. Yeah. Like you've known me for a long time. <laughs> my life is pretty cool. Yeah. Like if you, what you guys are going to see, I'm posting Day in the Life starting on uh, what, Sunday? You're going to see some of my life. It's awesome. But when you look at it, understand that i'm sacrificing a lot of that cool shit that i could be doing to come on here and do this show so that your kids don't grow up in a fucking shithole yeah and they actually grow up with having the opportunities that we had do we make the most of our opportunities i don't know i tried pretty hard you've tried pretty hard we've you know what i'm saying yeah. they should they deserve that opportunity and that opportunity has to be preserved by people like us yeah so and it's and it's not just you know, militarily, like people have come up with this idea that preserving our country only applies when we go over to Iraq. Right. Right. Or when we go to Afghanistan, preserving the country actually comes from within and it comes with how we live on an every single day basis. Are we living the life of an actual American citizen or are we not? Are we living a free autonomous life and deciding that we are free humans? Are we Making ourselves healthy. Are we making ourselves intelligent? Are we making the best of our opportunities? Or are we taking it for granted and letting it disappear? Because if it's not lived, if the American dream is not actually lived, then it's going to cease to exist for the next generation. And that's why I come in here every single day and fucking say this shit. Like, bro, it's not fun to go on the internet and say my opinions about all this stuff and have half the internet legitimately every single day. Like, dude, I could I could make the most beautiful, awesome, motivational saying, and it goes mega viral. And I have for fucking 10 years. Yeah. Okay? And you'll have comments in there, I love this, but that guy's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Like... You know, it's like, fuck, man. Like, wh- I'm a piece of shit. Why? Because I, I, I'm I doing what I believe to be right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm standing for all of us. Like, d- dude, if we don't live the American dream, it's not going to exist. And you guys out here who are thinking like, well, I can't do anything because I'm just a poor little me. That's what they want you to think. Yeah. They want you to think you're powerless. They want you to think nothing that you do matters. And if they want you to think that's so bad, what do you think the truth actually is? The truth is actually that it's the thing they're most afraid of. That's why they convince you that you're irrelevant. They know that you're relevant. If you started to believe that you're relevant, things would change really fucking fast. Mm -hmm. That's real shit, man. Guys, that was our third and final headline. You remember, jump down in the comments. Let us
1: know what you guys are thinking using hashtag It's Ma'am. Ma'am! And let us know what you guys
0: think. Bro, I want to do that. Do what? You want to do that? Dude, I'm down. I'm gender fluid, bro sometimes i f- sometimes i feel a little bit feminine i'm not gonna lie man yeah well, I, like how maybe, that... you know maybe it's always been in me yeah you know yeah i don't know andy with an eye that's right i'm feeling it coming out man i'm starting to like <laughs> evolve i can feel it happening <laughs> uh-huh. you know
1: apparently i can get a better job too bro and nobody would say shit because of like how intimidating you look in per- like they wouldn't even fuck- Okay, all right, Andy, come this way,
0: <laughs> bro. I had this dude. I had this dude <laughs> message me on the internet yesterday, who knows me in real life, and he's like, "Bro, these motherfuckers have no idea how big of a human being you are in real life." Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, "I thanks, <laughs> like, like, what <laughs> a compliment, fuck? bro?" Well, yeah. they wouldn't
2: say it to your fucking face. No, they right, fucking wouldn't. bro. That's because
0: yeah. the internet, but dude, the internet yeah. would say. Ninety nine percent of the shit that's said on the internet would not be said in person. Oh,
2: no, dude, we you were younger. You say some shit, you get smacked. Now you don't get
0: smacked. So it's yeah. like you had the balls to say whatever. Guys our doing. age will smack each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you, dude, you and I could be sitting at my house smoking a cigar, and I could be like, "Hey, fuck you." It'd be fuck you, and then we could fight, and then ten minutes later, we'd be like, "Bro, that was stupid." Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's the generation that we grew up in. Yeah. Like my best friends that I'm like the best fucking friends with in the world are literally the human beings that I have fought the most physically in my entire life. How fucked up is that? Yeah. Like, I need some fucking therapy, bro. <laughs> my it. best friend is my brother and my business partner, and we've gotten in fucking probably 2,000 fistfights.
2: That's fight club shit. Man.
0: Yeah. But, like, bro, that's how you bond, man. That was, like, the, the real shit. Respect is built, this whole this yeah. whole pussy-ass shit of guns and knives and thinking you're hard and shooting people out in the street. Bro, you all a bunch of bitches. Like, for real. <laughs> Real people real men go out and fucking box it out and then drink a beer afterwards. Mm-hmm. That's real man shit. Okay? Because respect is built that way. You know what? I better not say that to Vincent next time. Like I'll get to I have to fight. I don't want to
1: like. I don't want to fight a
0: 250-pound gorilla, bro. I'd rather not. I'm probably gonna hold my tongue. We, we should start hosting boxing here. Bro, that's what I'm saying. No, I have this amazing idea for this business concept that I can't say on the air because it's so fucking good, but it solves this problem. But but real talk, dude. Yeah. Like, think of your best friendships that you've had over your life. These are people at some point in time you've like really got into yeah. it with, or they fought with you in a battle. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. Or they fought, yeah. you and
2: you know they're down to fucking throwdown.
0: Yeah, I mean? dude. And it's like, uh, it's 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 sad that like a lot you know a lot of people are bitching about the young men in society and what's wrong with them. I think a lot of what's wrong with them is that they're never even. Able to participate in male rites of passages such as a fist fight.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it's not a real thing anymore. They're like, why, exercise I, violence yeah. so the violence went away. Well,
1: yeah, that, like, that's dude. That's
2: why I raised wrestlers. It's The yeah. closest yeah. thing you can get without getting in trouble of engagement, of one on one engagement and him feeling the fear. You that, learn a lot. Yeah, you learn a lot from yeah. wrestling. And it's the one way of doing it legally where. And there's nowhere to hide. Right. If it's my son got in a fight in school right now, he'd be kicked out of that fucking school. He yeah. loses opportunity yeah. to play sports. And it's a whole different world. For us, yeah. you, you get in a fight, you get home, and two days later, you're back at school. No big well, deal. Well, bro, in
0: culture anymore, these kids can't fist fight anymore because the dude, one kid brings a gun and shoots him. Oh, because they're getting clout on the internet. Oh,
2: my son got in a fight, and right away, I called the lawyer. I'm like, they're gonna sue me. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I was like, oh, yeah. this also culture. Yeah, sue yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. And the other side of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck that,
0: bro. And if you think about that, like, if you think about that at scale, and just think about that lawyer thing, it's closing in our freedoms in many different directions. Yeah. Because all of our laws are made by these lawyers. Everything is over litigious. Everything is being sued for. And nobody wants to stop it because the people that can stop it are also lawyers. Benefit yeah. from that. Correct. I know. So there's that's a big correction. You know, if I were president, we go, <laughs> all right, uh, I'd throw these motherfuckers in jail or the wood chipper and we would ease this up a little bit. That's real shit, man. Vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'd really do? What? I'd stop graduating new attorneys. Mm. I'd put a stay on it for like 10 years. So you would, you, would, you would lessen the amount of attorneys, okay? Because many would retire. The ones in the middle would grow their careers. They'd have less competition. They would love it because they're like, okay, we don't have to fight with all these young guys. Yeah. And it would remove this over litigious nature that we have from too many lawyers. Mm. See that, I just figured that out in like three seconds. You think I couldn't figure this shit out? You actually voted for me? Vote for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So let's dive into this Thumbs Up, guys. Our Thumbs Up or Dumb as Fuck headline reads, Cuba's Iron Man beats himself with a sledgehammer and survives unscathed. Wow, that's yeah, cool. Just, just Thumbs, off, thumbs off, Up, I guess. That's yeah, dope. just right off the cuff, man. So, <laughs> so let's go over to Havana. Uh, on a leafy boulevard in downtown Havana, a man is beating himself with a sledgehammer on his wrist, uh, elbows, and forearms, drawing a crowd of passerbyers. Uh, who gather to film the spectacle with their cell phones. Uh, What shocks the crowd is not the apparent self-mutilation, but rather the fact that he appears to come away unscathed. Cuban Iron Man, Lino Thomason, Said he once aspired to be the next Mike Tyson, training to become a professional boxer by subjecting himself to millions of blows with the hammer and eventually moving uh, from the Caribbean island to fight in Mexico City. Quote, I had 27 matches won by knockout, but I retired because in the last of them, I fractured the skull of my opponent and he died instantly. uh, The stocky Thomason recalled in an interview with Reuters in Havana. Quote, I gave away all the money I made in my fights to his family, he said, estimating the sum to be over $100,000, a huge amount of money for most residents of Cuba. Uh, quote, I vowed never to fight again. Damn. Well, Thomason has since written off fame and fortune and makes a far more modest living on the streets of Havana and nearby beach communities, collecting tips from impromptu shows. On a recent sultry summer morning, the squat. Lean, 32-year-old chewed on a half-smoked cigar and wild a crowd by doing push-ups on his bent wrist with a full-grown man on his back, and then returned to beating himself with his sledgehammer, uh, studiously pounding every joint in his arm on the wince of onlookers. Here's the video. Ah, ah. He is jacked. He's yoked.
2: Ah, oh, shit.
0: Wow. I bet that dude did whoops some people's asses. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I believe him.
1: I mean, I'd imagine a lot of that is just like callous buildup, right? It's like, got, yeah, but. Well, just, I mean,
0: when you're hitting a hammer like out here in the open, it, it's not like it's like here. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a different thing. There's but a little street magic to that. There is, magic. for mm-hmm. sure. But I will say, it doesn't look like it would not hurt at all.
2: No, that dude looks tough as fuck. Look at, <laughs> yeah. you, look at that big knuckle, bro. That's a brass knuckle his on his hands are bro, massive.
0: bro. You ever notice, like, like why is it that all the guy, like the fighters and stuff, have huge hands like that? Is that like a thing that happens because they I fight? Think, I think uh, it's because they fight, or is that a thing that happens, or is that what makes them a good fighter? I no, think that,
2: yeah, I, I don't know. It's like the chicken or the egg, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: know. But Bro, great. everybody I know, like personally, MMA guys, like they, they are fucking like, they're different. Yeah, like they're like they're different dudes. Like you shake their hand. I'm a big fucking dude. Yeah, You shake, like I shut Tito Ortiz's hand, bro. Yeah, He has his hands. So, dude, the whole motherfucking he's unit massive. is, like he's just a different he, size human being. Like, what? You said unit. You, I meant the whole unit. Oh, the whole oh, not, unit. Not the unit. <laughs> oh, no, not the unit. The <laughs> That's a different is thing. Unit? It's a different unit. thing, right. I wouldn't Him know. Him as a unit. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I might find out though, now that I'm nine binary. <laughs> you know, so. Andy but I'm just, eye. yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> Bro, you shake this motherfucker's hand and you like instantly know, like, okay, I would not want to get punched with that hand. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And Heavy so, hands. like, is that a thing? Like, let us know in the comments. I don't know. Do the hands get big after they start fighting or do they, is that what makes them a good fighter? It's a good question. Look no, at that yeah. fucking dude's hands.
2: Yeah, I like his style too. That, that, that one, you know, strap on the and fucking. The overalls, yeah, yeah, bro. That's old school crisscross style. Bro,
0: that is, <laughs> you, you know, we know. People don't even know what that is. <laughs> no, they don't get that. That yeah. shit's been coming back too. I've been seeing dudes doing that, thinking that they invented that shit. Yeah. And it's like, no, that dude. When you and I were like eleven, <laughs> That's that it. was the shit, bro. We yeah. ran around like that, like that, yeah, like bro. that, yeah, bro. Overalls, one strap, one yes. strap, unstrapped. That like, dude, it. that was real shit. That was the style. We we fucking hmm. we fucking did that. I think hmm. we started that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I I agree. Clearly, we started it. Look where <laughs> it is. I made it's it all the in to Cuba. Into Cuba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got a sponsor and everything. This yeah, guy, Red
2: Bull, sponsoring
0: him. Yeah, Dope. and Red Bull, you know that's that's a pretty serious sponsor. They got him a car. Yeah, that's good. This guy's doing all right. Yeah, I'm sure there's like some copyright issues there. I don't know. Bro, he like, looks like the Jamaican Mister Clean.
2: Yeah, he looks. He looks <laughs> I don't know what like the
0: like Cuban Mister Clean or whatever. Like, love to see like he part. looks like a character. Like Bro, he's we, he's yoked. No, yeah, I'm just saying. Clean. Like, look at his pose. Like, look at the whole thing. Like he he looks like a i don't know he, like there's there's some marketing there, there mm. yeah he's, there's something there i'm gonna go find him on instagram yeah bro <laughs> i am i want to check him out yeah this guy there's something here bro yeah mm. look at that cigar and everything we're gonna make him a movie star that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying this guy's got some. we're gonna make him a movie star well what are
1: we giving this guy i'm Just giving him thumbs up up. Yeah, thumbs up. he's awesome dude absolutely. absolutely yeah, yeah Man, well he, that's what
0: it is guys guys Andy events that's all i got Right, well, thank you. Vince, thanks for being on the show, bro. Where Absolutely. can people find your book? You can uh,
2: pre-order it right now at anywhere. It's the same uh, Amazon, uh, okay. Barnes & Noble. You can get it on audiobook. It's my voice. I actually okay. I actually read it. So, yeah, it's anywhere you anywhere you buy books, you can snag it.
0: Cool. So, uh guys, support our buddy Vincent here. You know, he's a good dude. He's been I've been friends with him for a long time. Well, that's debatable. We could argue over that, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's one of the best dudes I know. Uh, Real talk, genuine, great human Being. Support him. Go check out his book. Find out what's really going on at the border. Um, Forward is written by Jocko Willink, who you guys all you know love and know and respect. Um, so go check it out, bro. I appreciate you coming in and being on the show, man. Yeah, thanks. It's for you really much. good to see you. You too. Yeah. Uh, are you in town? No,
2: I'm. Bro, I'm gonna catch my flight right now. Okay. I make it. All right.
0: Well, we'll hang out another time. Absolutely. It's great no, to I'm fu- gonna come back up. Right. I enjoyed working out. So yeah, we gotta cool. get some scars too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, brother. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, bro. All right, guys. That's the show. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a pole.
1: Fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch. Booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Doesn't know. Headshot. Case closed.